The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Great to have your company. It is Peter Vlahos, Kim Hagdorn. Is the Dockers... I don't... No, silly question, I guess. The Dockers-Carlton game isn't the game of the weekend, is it? No, Geelong-Richmond probably. Yeah, Geelong-Richmond. Why no Dangerfield? Chris Scott actually told us numerous times through the week that Dangerfield was definitely playing and he was looking forward to Dangerfield playing on no, Martin's and, back with uh, with Richmond. And it's come back out today saying they've uh, decided to give him another week yeah. to recover. That must be a really late... And doesn't that portray to everyone, he, the coach has said it, mm. I reckon at least three times. Let, let's go conservative. Twice I've seen Chris Scott say, yeah, Danger is back, he will play. And gee, so, uh, Richmond have got Martin, I hope they play on each other. Doesn't it show how if a coach goes public with that, how sometimes footy scribes can be accused of getting something wrong mm. when in actual fact you've, it's accurate at the time and things change. So at selections yesterday or today, probably today, Geelong have decided, Danger, you, you're just still a little bit tired. A, me, a medical report is like, you know, you're still a bit not good, yeah. you're not comfortable, let's leave you out. Yeah. Now, we don't see social media going ballistic to say, oh, Chris Scott got it wrong. Whereas footy scribes get accused of getting something wrong when they go with something they know they've gotten from a major source. It's accurate at the time, but things can change in footy. Let's uh, look at the Dockers. Firstly, uh, Robbo of Brisbane has been on the temperate bedshed text line 0487 736 736. Uh, the drums are certainly beating over this side of the country, being the east. Re Peter Bell taking over at the Kangas. Good call, Haggis. So there you go, because you feel that he's in the he's in the the window of possibly taking over as a CEO. Well, there. he's very ambitious, is Peter Bell, and and I think we've all tasted that. We've actually worked with Peter, and we've yeah. seen, and we've now seen him in his role at Fremantle, and and I I think he gets very very good support down at Fremantle. He's got uh, so particularly their footy department, David Walls, who handles recruiting mm-hmm. and all the list management, and Joe Bright, who's outstanding uh, in his role as football operations manager. Peter Bell gets enormous assistance. Peter Bell as a chief executive, if he's not chief executive at Fremantle and was told at the end of 2019, you're, you're not going to be considered even as chief executive at Fremantle when Rosic got the sack and they were ch- finished up with Simon Garlic. What's changed that makes him an appeal to North Melbourne? I have heard, though, that it's as a senior football or senior administration position. So it might be something overseeing a football department, working with a new chief executive. I doubt Peter would you, Bell would, would have the credentials. There? Would you go there? But, you know, he's been at the Dockers how long now? Well, he went there in two thousand late, late 2018. He's, remember okay. his first sort of week or so in the in the job at Fremantle was that first trade. And that infamous first trade when he said, oh, I'm going to work on keeping Lachlan, uh, Lachlan yeah. Neal mm. and it'll be a feather in my cap. If, yeah. if he stays. Anyway, he's gone there in 2018. Things weren't exactly rosy. All of a sudden, free are where they are in 2022. Why would you give up what what potentially could mm. be an exciting mm. period for the club to go to an absolute basket case in North Melbourne? Well, for the same reason. I suppose you could see yourself as someone who could turn this basket case where I had a damn good six or seven seasons from 96 through until 2000, where 2000 when he came back, end of 2000. Peter Bell was part of that strong era. Uh, he's very close to some people that still run North Melbourne. And don't discount, here's one for you, Pete, don't discount the friendship that he has with Adam Simpson. They are very powerful. That ultimately, behind the scenes, North Melbourne will be chasing Adam Simpson as well. Mm-hmm. This might all die. 
And Peter Bell comes out and says, oh, I never considered leaving Fremantle. But certainly there is a conditioning within the AFL industry from people close to Peter Bell to make it look as though he's ready to be a chief executive. Okay. And you saw some press of that today. Mm, okay, let's have a look at Carlton and Fremantle, Saturday afternoon at Marvel Stadium. And, of course, a lot of questions being asked regarding Matt Tabner, who's been listed, of course, uh, on the interchange. Mm. Uh, here's Justin Longmuir on Matt Tabner, Hags, uh, what he said on SEN earlier today. So we'll decide today at around 5.30 or 6.30, whenever the team needs to be launched. He, um, yeah, he's, he's, I think he's been out of the side since the Melbourne game and uh, had that back injury. And we, yeah, we, we think he's over that back injury now. So, um, yeah, he's really close to really close to coming back into the side. And, um, yeah, like I've said all along, it's, it's not really about um, whether he's in our best team or not. It's just about getting in continuity and making sure that when he comes back in, he's, he's ready to go and ready to put a good block together. Is there any part of it that's about stretching Carlton's weakness down back? Oh, yeah, that definitely comes into consideration. Um, absolutely. So, um, you know, we want to we wanna give ourselves the best chance of winning and, you know, they've obviously got the issues down back, but we just need to make sure we get have a good balanced forward line. Um, you know, that gives us a good, uh, good ability to, to remain consistent down there. It's been a bit of a... Revolving door, our, our forward line with injuries, and now we've lost Kowski as well for a longer period of time. We really want to get some continuity um, with our forward line so they can you know, learn to work together and um, you know, defend and attack in the right manner. So there you go. That was uh, Justin Longmuir on SEN Melbourne with Dwayne Russell earlier today regarding Matt Tabin. I'm not convinced he's going to play, actually. And, and even listening there, uh, he didn't indicate – he had a chance to say he's in our best 22. Mm. He didn't. So I'm not sure if he's in our best 22. Well, that, that can mean right now, of course. Yeah. But looking at their interchange, Fremantle, Tabiner, Mundy, Frederick, Banfield. So Tabiner, Frederick, Banfield. Let's assume they are forwards. That's too many. So they would only have one forward in that interchange uh, bench to then interchange with Henry, Schultz, Collier, Logue, Lobb, Fife, or whoever else is forward. I, I don't think Fife will start forward. There's too many forwards there in that group and it, and it becomes unbalanced for mine. So, uh, And when you look at the emergencies, Tucker, I don't think Stan Sturt's going to get a game. Tucker, Croden, Sturt, Meek. Tucker is probably in there 23 um, or even 22 and, uh, and Croden perhaps because I think they'll be looking at tagging. Someone will look to tag onto Sam Walsh. Mm-hmm. Now, it won't be Will Brody, but uh, I'll come back to that. I, th- I still think Tabner's a doubtful starter. Um, but the fact that if they travel him to play a game on Saturday, then he has to play. They're not going to travel him. I'm surprised they're even tra- taking him now for a travel game rather than keeping Matt Tabner back for Port at home next week, playing the waffle this week, doesn't travel, doesn't sit on a plane, doesn't sit on buses, doesn't sleep in a motel or hotel, stays in Perth. So, But if given that he's named as an interchange, uh, he'd have to come out you know, before they even travel. If they're going to travel him, he's going to play off the bench. But that's an unbalanced group there. Tabiner, Frederick, Banfield, plus the forwards named, that's nine forwards. Fremantle don't play with that. They play with seven forwards rotating. Okay. Uh, what about Will Brody? Well, You're, Will Brody, I, I, I watch for him. Now, he's been a sensational import, hasn't he? He's, we, 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 that's all been documented. But uh, so the 23-year-old, he's played 38 games up, or had played 25 in six seasons before he mm. comes here. He's, watch for him 
to go into the midfield and the centre square, the centre circle, a heck of a lot more than he did against Hawthorne. Fremantle have reassessed his game against Hawthorne and realised that they lost something there. And that's why perhaps not the only reason, but Hawthorne was allowed or made 61 forward entries. But Will Brody watched for Will to go back into the centre square a lot more. He was down on his disposals against Hawthorne two weeks ago. He had 22 touches. He averages 28. Contested possessions, he only had seven. Well, he averages 14, Will Brody, over this season. He made just one clearance in that match and he's been averaging seven clearances a game. That's an area that Fremantle have, I, I, I understand, identified. If they're going to get hold of Carlton, because Carlton's best strength is around the ball and their clearances work with the likes of Cripps and Walsh, as I mentioned, and certainly the likes of Hewitt and Kennedy, who have had outstanding seasons. Will Brody just go back into the midfield a heck of a lot more? Now, that will, I reckon, mean that Nathan Fife doesn't get as much midfield time as perhaps he did against Hawthorne. Okay, and as we go to the break, this is uh, what Justin Longmuir had to say regarding Nat Fife and possibly his role in his second game back. I think it'll change and a little bit be a little bit horses for courses for who we play, how the game's going, but I was pretty happy with his split last week, Dwayne, um, and I was really happy with the, the, the statistics in his game. I think he can tidy up a few little things. There's a little bit of rust on his touch and handball and his ability to um, build contact, but that was expected. Um, yeah, and he played probably 50-50. Sometimes that's going to be a little bit more mid. Sometimes that's going to be a little bit more forward, depending on what the game is telling us and how he's feeling. So, um, yeah, we'll continue to work on that. Um, but I think largely it's going to be a game-by-game thing as to the game time he plays in, in each area. Does that mean he will play a little bit more forward? Because if you're going to stretch Carlton's back line, having Fife down there as your extra guy that you have to watch is going to make your forward line even more dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. You just got to make sure we're getting it there first. So um, if we're getting it there enough um, and we're not capitalising, well, then we'll, we'll probably play in forward a little bit more. But, yeah, we're not getting it done around the contest. And as I said, Carlton are a really good contested just team. Quickly. We might play in there so we can get a bit of that field position first. So... Those sorts of things. You go into you go into a game with a plan, but those things can change pretty quickly. And speaking of quickly, Haggers wants that, that to put ties, in very quickly as well. It ties in with the Will, Will Brody move. Yeah. I think Brody back into the centre square and certainly on the ball a lot more around the congestion. Five for forward. Five against Hawthorne, 50% midfield, 48% forward. It is almost a 50-50 split, as, yeah. as Justin has said there. But I, I sense that... Fife might have to play a little bit, but not much. And if Fife's going to play a bit more forward, well, again, you don't need Tabernacle. I'm feeling quite uh, bullish about Frio taking this game. Me too. Uh, oh, yeah, me Carlton. too. Yeah, no, yeah. I think uh, I'm prepared to declare that Fremantle should win. Do you go to will win? You just don't know what happens mm. on the day. But I, I've got about eight question marks across this whole weekend, Peter. It's a fascinating yeah. round of fixtures. And Carlton could be one of those teams that could slide in the second half of the season. But anyway, we'll take a break and discuss it more after the break. Come and join us. Uh, by the way, Simon Clement says, I think there's no way that Belly will leave before the five-year plan or the club wins its first flag. Money does talk and opportunities also. It'd be about 800 over. grand, uh, an AFL CEO, wouldn't it? I've got no idea. Oh, I got no so. idea, Hags. You no have so. idea. I, all I, I only dream <laughs> about Mr. that Money sort Man. of. I Mr. Money dr- Man. Oh, you haven't seen my bank account. <laughs> Back with more in a moment here on Drive. Come and join us on the Temper of Bedjet text line 0487 736 736.